what do you what do you say? Our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google Plus, your sister's ass, the Pony Express, all of our followers on every social media platform. Hive, Mastodon, uh, Discord. I mean, we don't have any of those, but uh, welcome to uh, Jared and Jared Supermax, a fantasy basketball podcast primarily focused around the incredibly niche uh, salary cap leagues and primarily points leagues, uh, which really means that this podcast is for like 10 people total. Um, and they're all in our league. At, and they're all in our league. And we, I, we will never look at the numbers because uh, we do this for fun. And we don't care who listens. And I'm not even sure people in our league listen, which is really on them, honestly. It is. It's their loss. It is their loss. Um, last time, we had Professor John as a guest, and we talked about my column on disappointments so far. People to worry about. Panics. But here we are with a podcast that will absolutely do no one any good. Because... We're going to talk about surprises of the year in a good way. And these are all players that you can't get. They're gone. There's no reason to listen to this because all the people we're about to talk about are already on someone else's roster. Mm-hmm. And therefore, is a pointless conversation. But we're going to do it anyways because what else are we going to talk about? Uh, we could talk about the death of Twitter if you want to do that. No. Um, I know this podcast... Get, touches on culture, fashion, um, you know, real estate, finance, but primarily mm-hmm. we're going to talk about basketball today. Yeah. And uh, I have a list that I just kind of cranked out real quick on players who are doing way better than I expected. And I'm going to see if you agree. Okay. Do you want me to start at the top of the list of like the biggest surprises or the bottom of the list? Why don't you mix it up and just kind of go all over the place, kind of crapshoot it, see what happens? Okay. I think the number one most surprising, which is really saying something, because it's not like anyone thought this guy was bad, but before the season there was some alarming news, and what was presumably a, a early round pick became a guy who was not drafted at all, because we were like, oh, what what's going on behind the scenes? Oh, that's not good. And then lo and behold, he is one, two, three, four, five. He's number five. He's the fifth best fantasy player right now. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh man. Uh I'm gonna be honest, I don't. We could sit here and guess for a while. My first thought, I guess, was Kevin Durant. Because the Nets, we're not sure what's going on with them. Oh, that's right. Oh, actually, you know what? Kevin Durant, like, they, they pretty much, that describes everything I said. Yeah, that that was the one, but I just, oh, wow. I don't I don't feel like he uh, stuck around too long on anybody's boards. Um, it's, I mean, in our league with a, with a salary cap, sure, but in a standard league, there's, there's no way. Um, so it's not Durant. No, I, I should be more the, specific. Uh, Injury news. We thought this guy was going to be just like benched for months. Like, oh, he's hurt. That team will never let him play. But they because, let him play. Because they want to tank? Is yeah, that the reason why? S- it's SGA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's SGA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, no he's, been, he's been amazing. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, 
And he hasn't, knock on wood, gotten hurt real bad yet. So, uh, he missed a few games here. And yeah, there. no, but 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 compared to previous seasons, compared to previous seasons, the guy's averaging 31 points, uh, six assists, and four and a half rebounds a game, playing 35 and a half minutes, and and almost two steals and a block. Yeah. 1.4 blocks to be exact, which uh, if you can pull off 0.4 blocks in a game, you're doing something not anyone else can do. I dismantled my team the first or second day in a, in early October to get him on my roster once I learned that mm. the sort of like injury scare was actually sort of like a smoke screen or something. Because it seemed like they were just ready to just be like, Shay. Just take the next two months off if you're yeah. hurt. Because that's what it seemed like. That's what the reports made it seem like. Oh, uh, he's going to miss preseason. And, he's going to miss training camp. He's going to miss the first game. Yeah, and they kind of exasperate. They they uh, they exasperated. That's the right word. I don't know. They exaggerated. Uh, exaggerated it. I think a bit because of the Chet Holmgren Chet Holmgren uh, injury that he suffered in the Drew League. Was it? Um, yeah. So I think it kind of picked up a little bit of steam after that when you realized Chet was out for the season. Um, but I mean, he's, he's missed significant amount of time the past two years. Was it last year or the year before he tore his ACL? Uh, I think that was like two years ago. And then last year he like took the second half of the year off just for rehab. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. So he hasn't played much the last two seasons. He hasn't played much the last two seasons, but he looks great right now. Looks fantastic. What a stone cold killer does he come back what down to killer. earth or do you think he this is this is the regular form now it might come back down to earth a little bit but i don't imagine that much i'm looking dude i'm looking at this top five players in our league based on our point system which mm-hmm. again takes a little bit of time for me to, to kind of wrap my head around now that a sister two points i don't have to pull up to know who number one is but you can go ahead and say that if you want Total points, it's Luca, Steph, Durant, mm. Tatum, SGA. Mm. Now I'm gonna go to average. Luca, Curry, Embiid, Jokic, SGA. Was it Luca number one again? Yeah, he was number one again. Yes. And I would not have been able to get SGA if I had kept Luca. Correct. I I also dropped Walker Kessler, but thankfully Walker Kessler got hurt and he got dropped and I picked him up. So I really didn't lose anything by getting rid of uh, uh, Walker Kessler when I did. That was that was not savvy. It was just pure dumb luck. But let me get to two other players. I'm going to lump them together. Okay. And I'm going to say that they are, oh, salary cap sheet. Please save me. Help me save me. Uh, one of them is $30 million, and the other one is $30 million. Okay, so they make the same amount of money, 30 flat. Okay. And they're both doing way better than we had any idea that they would do. I'm talking about Donovan Mitchell and De'Aaron Fox. Okay, yeah. Uh, they're, they're surprisingly great this season. Yeah, I mean, the, the Cavs also got off to a really hot start. Uh, They were looking like one of the best teams in basketball. They've kind of had a bit of a rougher go of it the last week and a half or so. Injuries. Injuries obviously play into that. But but when this team is healthy, 
you have Garland, you have uh, you have Donovan Mitchell, you have Mobley, you have Allen, and and uh, who are they playing at the three right now? Is that a Coro? It's a stupid combination of like Dean Wade and Shetty Osmond and Karis LeVert and just kind of like whoever they can kind of squeeze in. D Wade. So they got D Wade on there too. So D Wade, um, just to confuse all of you at home. Um, D, I'm going to say the letter D just to confuse people. We both know it's a white guy named Dean, but uh, if I just say D. No, beads. Bees. <laughs> um, yeah, he's doing watch. great. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have avoided watching the Kings, but, but. Oh, I haven't I seen a Kings game in 20 years. I will see them in two nights when they come to Atlanta. So I'll get to see how De'Aaron Fox does firsthand. I don't, uh, I don't think I've, I've watched a Sacramento Kings game like ever. Like there's been zero reason to ever watch them. I can't remember the last time I, I watched them. The, the 2000, uh, so 2002 Western Conference Finals. Yeah, like that's that's like pretty much the last time anyone actually watched them. Yeah, even even this even the owner has not watched them since then. Damn. But De'Aaron Fox, let's talk about him for a second. Twenty five points, six and a half assists, almost five rebounds a game, and he has a steal. Very effective uh, on a you know still shitty team, but for thirty million, that's good production. You know that comes out to us on the average. Um, fancy points, 39.3 fancy points a night. I mean, it's going to depend on what your league scores and how they score as to how many points you're going to get. But it kind of goes to that rule that we had. Uh, I think we talked, I think we've talked about this season, but we talked about last season. I know where you, if you're going to have a guy who's 30 million or above, you want to get at least 1 million or one point per 1 million. Um, that's like the, the minimum you want to get, uh, for that player on average. Well, hopefully more, because hopefully those more two guys. Right, right. No, I'm saying the minimum, though. Yeah, that's the, that's like the, the okay. I can consider this guy now. Th- those two guys are in a class of a of a bunch of people who make more or less around the same amount, and and for the past few seasons had the same production, same output. But this season, it it seems like they're the front runners. But uh, other players who people would have taken would have been like. Uh, a Jalen Brunson this year, or a Bam Adebayo in previous years, or a Devin Booker, like th- those kind of like low thirties, high twenties, like, uh, and it, and it's really just a lottery ticket. It's just like if you just happen to have picked up Donovan Mitchell or De'Aaron Fox late in your draft or on the waiver wire in a salary cap league at least, uh, and rode rode their hot streaky goodness, mm-hmm. you're just keeping them at this point, and you're probably yeah, getting absolutely. rid of uh of some other guys who I just mentioned who are not doing as well. Uh, but still good, reasonable, but maybe maybe you think about like if you can dropping a bam for one of those those two guys. Who knows? Oh, Knicks should have been legend Jalen Brunson. He could still be. He's good. I like him. I'm not I'm not like I, I'm just I, I'm so done with them and this season completely and utterly that I just don't care anymore. Like he he's cool. He's good. But I, I just I, I don't want to watch them anymore. I don't want to think about them. Uh, they have no future and they have no present and they should just blow it up uh, to smithereens. Tell us how you really feel. I already I already tweeted about this. I yeah, I know. Do you, OK, wait, do you remember this is so off topic? Do you remember the, the open letter I wrote about the Mets? Uh, yes. Yeah, I do. Did you read that? That was like back in that was a while ago. No, it, it was it was when you guys swept us and we lost the division lead. 
I wrote it that week. That was October. I feel like it was August. No, it might have been late September, early October, something like that. I, I got another one cu- coming up for the Jets, and I got another one coming up for the Knicks. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, the Jets. One quarterback so we're gonna away. On. We're going no, to move on Jet- to. Uh... I, I have to say this real quick. The Jets are one quarterback away from being a very good team. If you took half of the quarterbacks in the league and replaced Zach Wilson with them, this team will be one of the three best teams in the AFC. Continue. Uh, they're a very good team. They're a playoff team being weighed down by a, a draft bust. Um, he needs to disappear. You saw his thing yesterday, right? Where where uh, I, he's like, dude, do you, do you, I can't. What was it? I it was like it was like. Do you feel like you held back the defense? We need, or... we need to stop talking about. It. I can't okay. get into it. I really want on. to though because I think it's hilarious. Well, maybe oh, after no. the end of the podcast. All right. Um. All right. Let's bring up a pain point for you. Mm. I can't believe how good Paulo is. I I I drafted him thinking he'd be good, but he's real good. Yeah, he's been really good. He's been out for the last few games. Yeah, um, he's on my hoping mind. hoping he is back. By the time they come to town in December, and I, I can actually see him play live, but he's been great, man. Like he is a hundred percent worthy of that number one overall selection in the draft. Yeah. Um, you put him with Franz Wagner, and then you know the guy that on the Magic. I'm just gonna take a quick side note here on the Magic. That's really kind of surprised everybody is Bull Bull, this lanky uh, guy who you know we kind of have known about for a while was a was just basically given away by the nuggets to the magic and uh has performed really well um but i think that all kind of goes back to to palo i think he's actually one of those guys he's obviously 19 he's not you know he hasn't been in, in the league more than a month but he's one of those guys that has the ability i believe and he'll this will become more apparent as his career goes on to uh elevate the guys around him and uh that's obviously not going to reflect in your fantasy stats um, you don't get points for that thing. You don't get se. points for elevation. No, you don't get points for elevation. Okay. But I, I mean, I'm so happy we took Paolo. Like I remember the day of the draft, uh, talking about probably taking Jabari Smith, and all of a sudden the lines were shifting to Paolo, and I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? And uh, so happy, so happy with Paolo. Um, get healthy, get back on the court soon. Uh, this team, if he's healthy all season, I think they could be a play-in team. Um, yeah, why not? But I think they're going to miss the play in this year. Uh, too many That's injuries, fine. not quite gelled together yet. But add another piece in this offseason, and and they're they're a they might be a playoff team next year. Bull Bull, a man so nice, they named him twice. Yeah. Uh, right underneath Paulo on this list is a guy who took a leap last year and. Technically, essentially, one most improved player. He was kind of given the award by the actual winner, and then took another league this year. And it is staggering to look at the numbers that Desmond Bain is putting up. Uh, mm. He is another gigantic surprise. Yeah, I, I remember he was right there for me to take in the draft, and I was just kind of like, "Well, this, this is going to all run through John Morant. He's going to be good, but he's not going to be." I think this is like the fifth round. I want to say it was. This is just me trying to remember without looking at anything. Yeah. Oh no, there's no way he he dropped that far. Fourth or fifth? Um, oh no, no, I'm gonna yeah, look. Yo, up yo, yo, he yo, yo. You can look. It he up. went you can earlier, look it up. dude. But he was there for there for me to take. Desmond Bain him. went 17th overall before Paulo Bancaro. No, he didn't. He was a second round pick. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen here. 
It was him or Trey Young. So I took Trey Young. I don't regret that choice. Uh, dude, I mean, if it wasn't for this injury, you you should regret it. Have you seen Trey Young play? He's pretty good. Um, he's, I didn't get Paolo. He costs though, so. so much money, though. He does, and that kind of puts my team in a bind in that nearly half my cap is tied up in two two players who are top 10 in, in Luka and Trey Young, but not a lot of flexibility for the rest of my roster. It is what it is, though. Uh, I think maybe the actual biggest surprise of the year collectively are the Utah Jazz, and that's led by Lonnie doesn't make any Markkinen. sense. None of it makes any sense. It defies all logic and reason, which is why uh nobody knows anything, and all the all the quote unquote experts uh no one should ever listen to them ever again because who who could have seen this coming? I mean, literally no one. So. If you happen to have stumbled into Laurie, um, I think and, even Danny and, Ainge is a little upset about it. Oh, he must be fucking furious. Uh, if you like took the shot on Colin Sexton thinking that he would be the garbage time king and you missed out on Laurie, like that's got to really hurt. That's got to sting. Mm-hmm. I stayed away from that team entirely, other than Walker Kessler, who I now have, um, who's fine. It's like, it's like, okay, he's good, but like, he's no longer going to be like the, yeah, let, play the young kid, throw him in there to to gobble up all the rebounds. Cause like they're the number one seed in the West. Yeah. I mean, this is not sustainable, right? Like I think by the time we get to the end of the season, by the time we get to April, they're probably in the, they might be in the play in. There's, there's no chance in hell. They're an actual playoff team. They're a top six team in my, and in going into the uh, play in tournament. Uh, I'm looking at the Western standings right now. They're in first, which is I'm dumbstruck. And then there's a bunch of playoff teams, Suns, Blazers, Nuggets. Those make sense. The Kings. Yeah. Okay. Kings. And then more playoff teams, which makes sense. Grizzlies, Clippers, Pelicans, Mavericks. And then 10 and 11 are T Wolves Thunder, who we thought would be better. And then the rest of the West are all just lottery teams. So no, it's T Wolves, T Wolves and Warriors. Yeah, that's what I said. You said Thunder. Oh, why did I say Thunder? Yeah, Warriors. That's. I was like, you expected you expected the Thunder to be better. No, 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 no. no. Um, and I'm looking at the East, and the East is like super, super chalky. Other than Miami, not. Yeah, I guess Washington, Miami. Those are the kind of two that should be switch swap, but everything else is pretty chalky. Man, I put um, th- th- this. This is just a team thing. I put that the Hornets over under for wins this season was thirty seven. Put a hundred bucks on the under, and I'm pretty sure that's going to hit. How much money do you win? A hundred, or it's like ninety eight or whatever. It's it's like just below a hundred. So why did you bet a hundred to? Oh, you know, you win 98 in profit. Correct. Correct. No, I would get the 100 back that I bet plus 98. Why are we not putting together my savings account and your gambling prowess? Because I feel like if we had bet $1,000 on that, we would be making almost 2000 back. Correct. Why are we not doing that? I don't, man. I've, so that's a good question. 
Maybe we should talk about that. We should talk we should about this talk off about air. That. Yeah, we should. I, I will tell you, I will tell you real quick, completely non-basketball related, but completely betting related. Um, last Sunday, not this, not yesterday, but the past Sunday, um, I put fifty dollars on a bet that would have won me fifteen thousand. Because I was just like, well, you know what, this isn't going to hit, but whatever, let's try it. Um, I'm just going to read it off real quick. It's going to take a minute. Had the Buccaneers winning over the Seahawks, Jaguars, and Chiefs going under 51 total points. They had 44. Had the Giants winning. I forget who they even played now. Steelers winning. Dolphins winning. The Vikings against the Bills. Picked that one correctly. Titans had the Cardinals winning over the Rams. All of those hit. Eight legs out of nine hit there. And then the Bears gave away the game to the Lions. If the Lions had just not been good for a minute longer, I would have won $15,000. Now imagine if I had backed you more money to do bets like that. We could have won a gazillion dollars. Well, no, we couldn't have because the, the fucking Lions decided to come in and ruin everything. All right. Stop derailing the show. Uh Sorry. I'm just saying it sucks sometimes. I, I'm looking at um, some more guys on this list. I'm fairly shocked to see Kevin Porter Jr. and Miles Turner so high on on this list of uh, total points and averages. I mean, Turner, I think, is auditioning for another team right now. But but him, him and Heald are not going to be there come they're February. They're around right? the Laurie Market in, like, Chris Paul, CJ McCollum, Zion, Jalen Brown, Paul George area. Like that's that's a little nutty. Is that not nutty? A little. A little. Uh the really I mean, who's gonna take the 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 usage though on the Rockets from Kevin Porter? Jalen right Green. now. Aside from him. Why why am I forgetting about Jalen Green? Uh, I think uh, Alperin Shangun is doing way better this season than he was last. I was I was down on him this year because I was like I got burned, and because I thought Jabari Smith Jr. would like kind of take his place, but no, uh, Shangun, Mazel Tov to him. Very impressive young man. Um, let me just give a shout out to uh to Anthony Simons. Who oh boy. Oh boy. Anthony Simons. Uh boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose that board bet. Yeah, you are. Oh. Yeah, you are. Do you want to remind the listeners what it is real quick? I have written that you think he's a better value than Josh Hart by the end of the year. Because I think Josh Hart was cheaper, and that's why I went that way. Yeah, Josh Hart is currently on my roster at twelve million. Uh maybe I haven't lost that one for good. I, I, I do have here listed that you think Anthony Edwards is a better value than Cat. Uh-huh. We'll see how that one goes. Uh-huh. Um not looking great for you on that one. You have Anthony Edwards, so he's on my team, but not for this board bet. Who did you uh, trade for him? Oh, Luca. Yeah, you're damn right. There's no shame in saying that. He's just too much money. Um, 
you have a board bet that says that Steven Adams will be a better value than Clint Capella. I don't even remember. Yeah, no, I did say that. I did say that. And Capella's had a pretty decent season so far. Yeah. Um, We'll evaluate that one. I do think that Capella could also end up on another team. Um, I just think, I think think that was the logic. Yeah. I think, I think a was just, he's, I mean, I got to see him play the other night against the the Raptors. It was a great finish, by the way. Um, but uh, Capella looks pretty good. But Kongu, like when he was out there, it was very obvious he was out there. Like one thing that uh, guy listened to Bill Simmons. Uh, I mean, you know who Bill Simmons is. If listeners don't, Bill Simmons. One guy, he, one thing he talks about with certain players is like you'll go to a game, you'll forget the guys even out there sometimes. Uh, with certain players, you knew Kongu was out there the entire time he was out there. It, 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 oh, he's, he's so tall. Yeah. Well, I mean, not only that, but he's also he's also finds a way to be in the paint all the time to make plays. I would not be shocked if they move Clint Capella to to make more uh, more space for a Kongu. I had a Kongu in my other league, and I ended up dropping him just because there were much better options. So I haven't checked in on him. There are so many teams that have guys who everyone's like, oh yeah, they'll just get rid of them, and it's like this is. A- seller's market who the hell is buying all of these players that nobody wants i think the one that's that's what i'm right right now same team john collins i mean they've talked about him for two seasons now about being traded i'm I'm buying john collins yeah buying miles turner who's buying clint capella it's like who i mean i I think i think for the turner healed combo i think inevitably they both end up in la i think that's just an inevitable people have been saying that for a year now and it hasn't I know, happened i know but and i keep I, hearing I, about charlotte uh, that's not happening they got no, nick a, richards that, that one's dumb but i think at some point um they're gonna end up in la i don't know where john collins is gonna go by the way with that bet right now uh capella versus adams for those keeping track at home which is just you and me i'm capella not aver- capella averaging 25.7 fantasy points a game and Steven okay. Adams is averaging 21.6. We'll reevaluate all the board bets much later in the season. Um, the second biggest surprise of the year is Dennis Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, like he was, he was like, Hey, Mr. Agent, can you please look into football as like a next career move? And That's I want, I want the listeners to know that's not a joke. It's not that a was joke. a real thing. I, I just, I don't. Uh, he was bad on several teams, and then he shows up to a worse team in a worse organization, and looks like a world beater. It makes zero sense. Wasn't he one of the like key pieces that New York got back for Kristaps Porzingis uh, with Dallas a few years back? I wouldn't say key piece because we did get two first round picks but he was in it they were ecstatic to have drafted him Dallas and then they got Luca and then they shipped him out to us and then he wasn't any better with us and then we just got rid of him that boggles my mind yeah with him the efficiency is the key uh he's only averaging 9.9 points 5.9 assists 3.5 rebounds um 1.9 steals and almost a full block uh a game but it is just about that value that he brings i i don't have the contract in front of me i believe it's minimum is that correct yeah he's he's probably 
around the minimum. Let me just uh, do so for fantasy points while he's looking that up. Fantasy wise, he is averaging 26.3 fantasy points a game. And some of those are kind of inflated by, for instance, on Halloween night, he had 15 points, seven rebounds, eight assists, six steals, and a block against the upstart Sacramento Kings. Um, and then against your Knicks, he had 14 points, three rebounds, 11 assists, two steals. Wow, revenge game. Uh, he's making yeah. 2.1 million. So it's not the it's minimum, but it's, it's close. Yeah. Great value. Um, my final surprise is a guy I had never heard of. And then someone drafted him and I went, who? And I looked it up and he was the starting point guard for the Spurs. And uh, yeah. I hate the person who drafted him. I hate him. I hate the Spurs. And every time it boils my blood that uh, I uh, Trey Jones, I unbelievable. If it makes you feel any better, I thought when when Trey Jones was announced, I thought maybe that there was a mistype, and I was like Tyus Jones, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I realized, no, 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 that's it's it's Trey Jones. I'm just the. The guy, the guy in first place in our league right now, has twenty-one million dollars in free cap, and has Steph Curry on IR for fun. Yeah, I, I'm apoplectic. I'm beside myself. He has no stars. I'm looking at his roster, and there are like zero NBA stars in his lineup, with maybe the possibility of, of like super nerdy superstar Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, how, how? No, I think this. I know. I think at this point, Halliburton can be considered a star. Uh, sure, I, I meant that in like the in the traditional sense. Like, not, right. not, I mean, like all star. Yeah, I mean, sure, I can call him that. But like, there are a lot of all stars who like regular people don't know. He's also on like the most stranded NBA team. Like, who who watches or cares about the Pacers? Um, well, that this this is really sad because right now my Magic are playing the Pacers. So technically, right now I'm watching the Pacers. <laughs> Even when you're watching them, you're not really watching them. No, I'm watching for the magic. Uh, I'm all out of surprises. Do you have any other surprises? Because I'm sure we can keep finding more. Like, I'll, there's a lot of like Miami Heat guys who are really good, like Max Struess and Gabe Vincent. The, the and Heat do that every year. That's like a that's like a no, but they're way better like this year. Like even beyond like the Ken the Kendrick Nunn year, like they're really really great values this year. They're they're surprisingly great. Um, let me pull up my my list one more time. I think you covered everybody, but but talk. About oh, you made a, a list. Second. That's yeah, nice. yeah, I did. I made it as we were talking on air. Now I got to pull it back up. This is fantastic radio. Uh, it's it's a podcast. Uh, question for you though: if if Twitter goes under, what's your what's your social media of choice? I I don't have a plan, and I. I understand people's freak out and everyone is like like hopping off. It's like follow me on Instagram or whatever. I just I don't like any of the other alternatives. So my alternative is just to save myself a lot of like mental health, grief, and time mm-hmm. and just not have an alternative. Although I do get all of my news and memes from Twitter. So if that were to to, to vanish, I guess I would just not look at the news or look at any memes. Um which is probably for the best. Although it's very privilegy to say that I can kind of just turn off the news and be fine. Cause yeah, a little bit like I'm, I'm a straight white man who is, who is a Jew, but like 
I can I can get away with not seeming like a Jew. So I'm I'm pretty much good to go. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, uh kind of. Kind my of. rights are not under attack. I'm not no. like, going to be threatened. Like, no police officer is going to look at me and be like, "Wait a second. I do enjoy. Like, I, I can marry who I want, and I can, I can like vote, and like, I'm not going to be like gerrymandered or like, you know, targeted for for murder. Um, so I can get away with not looking at the news, but. I like looking well, at the news. That's my job. And Twitter was the best at it. So I, I suck a player in there, but you didn't hear him. Um, oh, who? rookie Benedict Matherin. I, I, I genuinely oh. was just like, who is this guy? And then all of a sudden, like he's coming out there. He's arguably the second best player on the Pacers to uh, to our uh, Hall of Famer Tyrese Halliburton. I am so upset that the first week in my other league where I'm just playing against randos. Benedict Matherin was on the waiver wire, and I was looking at him like, should I pick you up? And I didn't. Mm. And I have a bunch of other great players. Like, I picked up Jaron Jackson Jr., and I picked up Terry Rozier, and I got Bones Highland back, and I got Gordon Hayward, and Marcus Morris, and Christian Wood, and, like, all these guys who people just dropped. But that's the one I regret. That's the one I was looking at. I was like, oh, should I should I gotten him for the podcast. Because I ended up dropping Jabari Smith Jr. and Keegan Murray. My my sort of rookie flyers in that league, yeah. And Benedict is the one that got away. Yeah, you know, one other guy that uh, name recognition is definitely there, but he hasn't played in a couple of years. Came back with the Clippers, point guard John Wall, five million dollars, and he's averaging uh, twenty three fantasy points. I mean, it could have gone either way with him. Like you could have gone and just been like complete bust of a guy, and just oh, it was only five million. But doing pretty well. I mean, last get, last time out, they played the Jazz tonight, but last time out against the San Antonio Spurs, only five points, but had four rebounds and 15 assists to go with four steals. Uh, 42 and a half fantasy points in, for that one. So another good value guy. And I'm going to go the other way because I did miss the podcast uh, where you're talking about your biggest disappointments. Oh, did you listen um, to that? I, I did, but also... Uh, oh, thank you. There, did you mention this in the podcast? Because I'm trying to remember that I was out for a reason. Was that mentioned on the podcast why I was out? I honestly can't remember. I can't either. But I was out because I had COVID and uh, and it was not fun. Don't uh, zero out of ten. Do not recommend. Um, I don't no. remember. Did you did you talk about a guy that we would not have drafted at all? Rudy Gobert has been as terrible with the Timberwolves as we had feared. Just a terrible he, thing. He they wasn't gave up even so much. My God. He wasn't a thought in my mind to be in that column. And he wasn't a thought to ever go on any fantasy team for the rest of my life. Because, no, because he doesn't appear in my thoughts whatsoever. And the moment but, that trade got announced, I said, that is the worst trade I've ever seen in my life. And for some reason, people disagreed with me. But guess what? I was right. And that trade is an abomination against God and man. And uh, everyone who okayed that trade is a big, stupid, dumb, moron, idiot who should be fired. And uh, screw Rudy Gobert. If you go back to one of our podcasts from last season, uh, we talked about some of the worst contracts moving forward. I believe he was my number. He was up there. He was like number one, two or three. Oh, we should do that. In a couple of years, he's going to be making like $50 million. 
We should redo that. You're going to be paying Rudy Gobert $50 million. And yes, we should 100% redo it. I'm just, I'm on Rudy Gobert. Oh, we should do that next, next, not next week, but like the next time we record only because we had Jimmy Butler as being like secretly the worst contract in the league. And some people were like taken aback by that, but we were like, you're paying Jimmy Butler in his like mid to late thirties. And did they extend him after that? I don't think so. Or that was, that was the summer four. Yeah, but Boy, Rudy Gobert might might be the might be the runaway. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, because at least oh, Butler is still in for a, that podcast now. Butler's still in a position to, when healthy, contribute for the Heat. Rudy Gobert is actually more of a detriment because he's not a good fit on that team. He's a terrible fit on that. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna... Oh, I. I mean, I'm I'm pissed that he's tanking. Um, Anthony Edwards' season because this was supposed to be like the mega breakout year for him. That's why yeah. I traded for him. Um, I'm not going to get rid of him because, I mean, he still is is averaging like 30 fantasy a game for me. But, oh, boy, does that team just... It went from like being the most irrelevant franchise to like actively pissing me off and how stupid they are. Oh, they're so stupid. They, they made... And, and we... I don't know if we talked about it in this podcast, but I've talked about it with people. They made the move that you make when you are one step away from winning a title, not when you have a several guy who can being a final. Not when you have a franchise cornerstone in his third season. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, think about what they're going to have to do coming up they're going to extend Edwards I I would imagine so so he's going to make was that 37 million in year five uh if the math is correct here you're going to be looking at a hundred quick math here one plus one is to quick math 131 million for three players in the 24-25 season and one of them is going to be Shit. Hmm. I'm I'm genuinely excited to find out like who the worst contracts are now that we don't have Westbrook. Like I feel like a couple of those contracts are like off the books now. Yeah. And I I want to see if Jimmy can keep the the belt from from Rudy Gobert cuz boy oh boy does that seem like such a Oh, what an albatross. So next time on the podcast, the worst oh. contracts in the league, and I'll, I'll go back and, and I'll look, I'll listen, and I'll I'll do last year's list and we'll update it. And can Joe Flacco save the Jets season? That's next time. Correction, Mike White. You want Mike White to start? I they should cut Zach Wilson today. Today, somebody quarterback. Somebody... Yeah, here, here's the thing: is is that we're going off a quick tangent here with Zach Wilson, the the pedigree he had, what he did at BYU. Somebody's going to give up something for that. Somebody, no matter how bad he's played, you know, you look at a team. I hate to say this: the the Bucks may get desperate if Brady retires. They realize Trask isn't the guy, and be like, here, here's a here's a fourth rounder. A fourth rounder is better than nothing for for Zach Wilson. I'm not even mentally there. Quarterback 101. You always say the blame's on me. I'm the leader. Put it all 100%. on my back. 
It doesn't matter if it's true or not. You just have to say it. You just have to say it. Yeah. And you have to know that you have to say it because that's what you do. You're I, the leader. I, he should be cut today. Today. Cut him. You Get rid of you him. You saw it shortly before we, we came on to record that um, Robert Sala said that he will not commit to Zach Wilson for starting next week. Did you see that? He'll, he'll start next week. He'll start. There's no way he, he gets benched. He should be benched, but he, he won't be benched. Because they're playing the Bears, and I don't think they're going to have um, uh, Justin Fields, who they should have taken. Um, as as many good as many good things as Joe Douglas has done as GM, he has like almost a perfect record in terms of drafting, which is a one eighty from the previous GM who I hated his guts. Yeah. just don't take QBs in the in the first round. Because their their success rate went from being 50-50 a few years ago to like 80-20. Just like just trade back, don't take a QB, just figure it out later. Get a the- d- get a Dak Prescott. Like there's just no reason to take QBs like that early. Like I know you have to, but like there's their their hit rate is just so stupid. Like Lamar Jackson, 32nd, like Patrick Mahomes, 15. Uh Dak Prescott, fourth rounder, Russell Wilson, what was third rounder? Derek Carr, second rounder. Just like don't even take them in the first round. Just don't do it. I mean, you have talents that like Trevor Lawrence had to go number one. Like you have to take that kind of guy number one. Is he good? I, I think he. I think he is good. They're just finally putting the team around him. And, I mean, he can uh, be good, Justin, but like are... Justin Fields. Let's let's talk about. I mean, they finally are he, putting together. He's good. Yeah, he should have been the second quarterback picked in that draft. But you know, Trey Lance. I think, tra- and Zach I think Trey Lance is a bust. I know Zach Wilson's a bust. Uh, I think the jury's still out on Trey Lance because he hasn't. He's only played nah, two games, a I, game and a half as a starter. I, I got a hot take coming. I'm I'm formulating this. If you're going to be that short and just run around a bunch, do not be a quarterback. Be like a running back because uh, Russell Wilson won despite him being that small. Like that defense won him that chip. Oh, and one of the best defenses of the of this century. Like you need to be Drew Brees. If you're not Drew Brees. Like you can't be that short, just straight up. I just just get out. Like don't be a fullback like Trey Lance was was being used as, and don't run around. Stand there and throw the ball. Stand there and throw the ball. If you can be Drew Brees, you can be four foot nothing. I don't care. But you're not Drew Brees, therefore you're gonna run around. Either be tall and throw the ball like Lamar can, or be a running back. That's my hot take. These are all fair points. These are all fair points. It's a basketball podcast, but you're you're also right. I can't believe you suckered me into this. I'm I know. so I know. Now I know. I am always in favor of if you cannot reasonably get to like the conference finals or conference championship game that you need to blow it up so hard to tank for the best talent. Unless you're like in a kind of like you did it and you got it right and you're rebuilding like the Grizzlies, like I'll give the Grizzlies a pass, but like this is for all sports. If you if you know you can't win it, don't even bother. Get Crown Vic. Get get lose for Wemby or whatever the the, the phrase is. Uh, lose a Rama for Wembanyama. That that's the phrase. The Knicks should do it. Every bad team should do it. The Warriors should frankly do it. Just if you're not going to win, don't even bother competing. Just don't. That's I mean, <clears throat> it depends, right? Because because there are teams that are kind of like. 
I'm trying to think of, of a good example right now. Like Cleveland gets a pass because they are like doing it right. They tanked and they got Mobley. Great. Yeah. Like so, if you've already kind of committed to that, then and you're on your way, like Mazeltov. But like Jets, don't even make the just just lose every game, get a better draft pick, and then sign Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers or whoever in the offseason. Like just, the, just there's been a lot of Derek. There's been a lot of Derek Carr to to New York buzz today on Twitter. It are we sure? Derek Carr is that great because he's got the best receiver in football and he can't do squadoosh. Now is I that mean, because of the, of the own line? The is offensive line, the offensive line is arguably one of the worst in the NFL. Is, is that because he doesn't have a, Waller and and Renfro? I mean, Renfro Renfro regressed like crazy this season. Yeah. Waller has not been healthy, but at the, still at that point, you really have only one reliable target. In Adams, Matt Collins has showed up for a few just like cameo appearances. But it's really been Devontae Adams or bust. Um, the defense is one of the absolute worst in the NFL. I'm surprised that the Broncos only scored 16 on them yesterday. Um, it's it's a it's a complete mess, and I think it doesn't go back to Derek Carr as much as it does Josh McDaniels, who has a terrible track record as a head coach. And I think uh, that hiring was a huge mistake. Can can we end on a on transitioning to another sport real quick? Yeah, of course we can. There's a new Auburn head coach. You ready? Can you guess who it is? It's Cadillac Williams. No. Wait, wait. In basketball or in football, right? In football. Yeah, the no, Auburn it's... Tigers are going to hire Lane Kiffin. Wait, when did this happen? Old Miss head coach Lane Kiffin plans to step down and the Auburn Tigers have reportedly targeted him uh, as the next head coach. This wow, I did not, I did not see this. All right, this is fifteen minutes ago. Wow. All right, uh, John Sokoloff, uh, sports director covering Mississippi State, Ole Miss for uh, for the AP, and uh, some. When is this? Oh, Northern Mississippi's finest television. So he works for his uh, local news. Well, to uh, be fair, I answered the question correctly. To begin with, the interim coach right now is Cadillac Williams, uh, former Buccaneers running back. Um, but that's definitely just an interim thing. They're going to get blown out by Alabama. That's going to be ugly on Saturday. Rotad. That's just a fun thing to say. Rotad. They're, they're, if you want to make some money, there's a good team to bet on. Listen, we're we're going to have that conversation about how much money I'm investing in, in, your, in your gambling because you got to be well over 55% on your picks for me to, to dump the, thousands of dollars into you. It's, it's right around 50% this season. Nah, I, I, I need those numbers to go up. All right. Well, I've, uh, well, we'll talk about what I'm doing tonight. Uh, off air. It's, it's a, it's a football basketball hybrid tonight. Gambling on football seems icky and uh, gambling on basketball seems a lot more straightforward. Oh, it's, it's a prop bet. Do you want Do you want to hear it real quick? Sure, why not? Okay, so it's only it's only fifteen bucks. It's I'm keeping kind of low for tonight. Um, I did I did win money on on Wales and and the U.S. today because I took a we're way off uh, subject by the way, but I took a uh, took a no, draw. No, it's, it's fine. I took a draw and and that hit. But I decided to do a prop bet for tonight between uh, three games. I have Trey Young. Making at least two and a half threes, so three or more. 
I have Christian McCaffrey with at least one touchdown and 29 receiving yards. And I have Jalen Suggs with at least 12 points. So 15 bucks plus where are we here? Incredible. Plus plus 480. It's 83 bucks return if I if I hit that. Now calculate what if it was 1500? If 1500, then it'd be 8300. So you get eight times as much profit? Well, it's it's about uh it's about six times as much. No, no, five times as much. That's still pretty six good. times would be six times would be nine ninety. Okay. Listen, I I I really can't rely on the government in the future to ever uh forgive my student loans. And I am so deep in the hole on that front that I think sports gambling might be the only way for me to get out of it. And uh, I got a considerable chunk of change saved up. But, you got uh, FanDuel Sportsbook. You got like the sports books you actually use there in uh, in New York too. Uh, no, thanks. Um, I'd rather just use you. All right, fair enough. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to back someone doing it. All right, sure. We'll talk. All right, we'll talk. We'll talk. Uh, let's end this podcast. I'm out on Twitter for the moment. <laughs> at Jared Russo, where are you on Twitter? Uh, at Jared Rosking for the moment. I can't join Mastodon or Hive. I can't do it. I can't either. I actually looked at Hive because somebody was like, oh, this is this is a new thing. And I looked at it. I was like, no, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not ready to commit. Yeah. Do I haven't even looked at Mastodon at all. Oh, no, no. That's like a weird thing with like servers and stuff. It's like, no, no, thanks. No, no, no. I'm good. I'll just do Instagram if that's going to be it. All right. Good show. Yeah. Looking forward to uh, to whenever the hell we record next, which is not. Should be in two well, weeks. Wait a second. Well, here's the problem because in. Oh, shit. Oh, OK. So like the weekend of like uh, December 2nd, 3rd, 4th. Yeah. All right, we'll do it then because I, I I'm gonna be away the following week. Okay, we'll do it that week. We'll, we'll we got it, and then we'll do a holiday blowout the next one after, and then we'll Excellent. come back in twenty three. Love it. All right, great. All right, hit and record. Okay, fine. Oh, what if we did a special like Christmas Day one with all of the uh, games going on that day? I'm just like, hey, here's here's how to bet. What if this became a betting podcast? I think you would need to talk to Sports Ethos about that. All right, I'll talk to him.